Hello, I'm Matthew Sullivan, and with the help of Luke Shear and Luke Camerata, I would like to welcome you to the 13th installment of A Pushing History. Today, I will be educating you all about Reconstruction, and more specifically, the Amer African-American politicians after the Civil War, mainly Hiram Revels. The Reconstruction era lasted from 1865 to 1877. It was a time where America started to rebuild the damages to society, political issues, and economical issues caused by the Civil War. Many of the southern states split apart from the Union during the Civil War. During Reconstruction, the government had to figure out how to properly readmit the 11 states that had seceded. In order to rejoin the Union, the South had to ratify the 14th Amendment, guarantee full suffrage to free men, specifically allowing African Americans to vote. America also had to figure out the Southern labor system, what to do with the now free slaves, how to prevent violence, and how to bring former slaves into politics. This brief period in American history is also signified by the progression towards equal rights for African American people in a post-slavery period in the U.S. During this period, African Americans were still being discriminated against even though slavery was abolished. Many African American politicians stepped up to fight for the treatment of African Americans. Many African Americans were supported by the government and were even able to attain jobs. However, many African Americans struggled to live as a free man because of the constant discrimination and white people did not want to participate in a society with former slaves. The Reconstruction Era was the first major stepping stone in the civil rights movement in America. Many strides were taken during Reconstruction towards equal rights for African Americans such as the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments. Ultimately, the Reconstruction Era was a step in the right direction for America, but by the end of its path, past events were being recreated and African Americans were still being treated poorly. This happened because the Republican Party gave home rule back to Democrats in the South for the presidency. Ultimately, Republicans stopped caring for the causes of African Americans, which led to many more years of oppression. The 13th Amendment abolished slavery in the United States. The 14th Amendment stated that anyone born in the U.S. was considered a citizen, no matter their race or gender. The 15th Amendment prohibits voter discrimination and allows all races to vote, even if they were a former slave. These three amendments greatly progressed the country towards a more equal society. Although the passing of the 15th Amendment gave African-American males the right to vote, various groups in the South, such as the Ku Klux Klan, attempted to keep them from the polls by using force or threats. Despite attempts by these groups and many Democratic politicians to limit their voice, African Americans soon saw many people of their own race represent them in political office. During the Reconstruction time period, there were many prominent African American politicians who followed the example of Hiram Revels. Blanche Bruce was a former slave who escaped to Kansas during the Civil War in hopes to join the Union Army but he was rejected. He organized the first school for black children in Missouri in 1864. Although the Republican Party started to ignore fighting for the rights of African Americans, Bruce was elected into the Senate representing Mississippi and continued the fight for the rights of African Americans. Robert Smalls was another African American politician during the Reconstruction period 
and he helped to fight for African American rights. During the Civil War, Smalls helped to free himself and 17 other slaves on a ship known as the Plancher. He also helped to enlist African Americans into the Union Army, recruiting 5,000 soldiers just by himself. He was a captain during the Civil War and earned $150 a month, being one of the most paid African Americans during the war. After the war, Smalls was elected into the South Carolina State Assembly and Senate and served five terms in the House of Representatives. Both these African-American politicians followed in Revels' footsteps. Revels was born on September 27, 1827, in Fayette County, North Carolina. He was a free man in North Carolina, but the law restricted African-Americans from receiving education, so he went to the North to train as a minister. He then attended Beach Grove Quaker Seminary and was the only African-American student. He also attended an African-American seminary in Dark County, Ohio. He eventually settled in Baltimore, Maryland, and there he was ordained a minister of the African Methodist Episcopal Church in 1845. He also served as a principal at a high school for African-Americans. In the early 1850s, he married Phoebe A. Bass, with whom he had six daughters. He began to travel the country and preached to both free and enslaved African-Americans. In 1853, he relocated his ministry to a church in St. Louis, but moved shortly after due to a dispute with the local bishop. During his time as a preacher, he came to represent a lot of the African-American population due to his articulation and ability to craft speeches. During his time as a minister at the AME Church in St. Louis, he often went around preaching the word of God in slave and free states. He was once arrested for preaching the gospel to African-Americans and for fear that he would inspire slaves to revolt. When he was preaching in slave states, he would make sure that he followed the law and did not help slave escapes. However, when he was in free states, he said he always helped the fugitive slave make his escape. Between 1863 and 1865, Revels served as a chaplain in the Union Army. During the Civil War, Revels sought out to help the Union Army. He recruited African-American men from Maryland to fight for the Union and helped to amass two regiments of soldiers. He also did the same thing in St. Louis. During the Battle of Vicksburg, he acted as chaplain, helping the African-American troops. After the war ended, he served as a chairman of a Freedmen's Bureau committee, which helped to educate slaves that were just freed from the Battle of Vicksburg. He also founded a black high school in St. Louis, as well as many churches. Succeeding the Civil War, he continued to travel and preach in multiple states across the country. As a prominent, highly educated African American, he was strongly encouraged to seek a higher position of office. He ran for the Adams County seat in the state Senate as a Republican in late 1869 and easily won due to the numerous African-American males who had recently obtained the right to vote. With a vote of 48 to 8, Hiram Revels became the first black man to be sworn into the United States Senate. He would be taking over the seat of Jefferson Davis, who had left at the start of the war to become the president of the Confederacy. At the time, 
U.S. senators were picked by state legislatures and not by voters. It was the state of Mississippi that chose rebels to serve the one year that was remaining on Jefferson Davis's term. The election of Hiram Rebels sparked a brief period in which African Americans were active participants in electoral politics. At its peak, 15 African Americans served in Congress, the first of such being Hiram Rebels. Hiram Revels being a part of the Senate was very significant because it emphasized how America was supposed to be a place for everyone, no matter your skin color. Most importantly, he broke the color barrier in the Senate, which led the way for black African American people to have positions in the government. The Democratic Party wanted Revels to be a part of the Senate, hoping it would damage the Republican Party, but also looked for ways to ruin his chances at being a senator. After his election, Democrats argued that he could not become a senator because he was African-American and not a citizen. He often advocated for black rights and believed everyone should work together. He rejected legal separation of races because he thought it led to hostility between African-Americans and white people. He also believed that former slaves should be educated so they could be successful in society. It would not put anyone else in danger and it would benefit the society. Hiram Revels once said, The colored race can be built up and assisted in acquiring property, in becoming intelligent, valuable, useful citizens, without one hair upon the head of any white man being harmed. Hiram Revels was one of the most prominent figures of Reconstruction and used his prominence to spread his message of equal rights. Being the first African-American senator, Revels understood how revolutionary his position was, and he made sure other African Americans would get the same opportunities as him in positions of power. He defied all odds against him in society during this period. Who would have thought an African American could be seated in Senate during this time? He showed that no matter what race you are, you can defy the odds by speaking out against injustices and working hard. He showed how African Americans were just as good as white people. He put his life on the line for his country, just as white men were doing, and then took it to the next level by joining the Senate. All he wanted was for African Americans to just have an equal chance at success. He is truly an example of justice and equality, proving that African Americans were just as gifted as white men in every way. Revels is just one example example of how forward-thinking the country was during Reconstruction. Instead of trying to suppress the African Americans after the Civil War, the African Americans gained more rights than ever before and flourished with those rights. The African Americans exemplified how they were equal to the white people by holding their ground in political positions of power. Reconstruction was clearly an integral part of American history that has been forgotten along with the name Hiram Revels. Revels in Reconstruction shaped America and allowed it to become the America we know today with people of color in many political positions. Thank you. This has been the 13th installment of A Pushing History.